This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you, my radio listening friend. We truly thank the Lord for this day, for this is the day that he has made, and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for what he's going to do, what he's doing already. I'm telling you, you that have faith and believe and standing on the word of God. Just stand firm and see the salvation of God is going to break forth in your life. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you for that which you have done already and that which you're going to do. Now, Father, I ask you to bless the word on today that they'll be able to receive that which you would have me to say. And I ask you to bless that one, that one that feel they tune in by accident. Let them know it was your will, your plan for them to hear what thus says the Lord. I praise you. I honor you. Now, Lord, I ask you to allow me to decrease this day while I bring forth this word, and I ask you to, you to multiply, increase in my life that I would only speak that which you would have me to say. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. I'm thanking God. I, listen to me. I really do. Thanking God that we're drawing closer to our family reunion, spiritual family reunion. Amen. Those of you that I've met and those of you that I hadn't met, I'm looking forward to meeting you in April. So please make plans. Make preparation, amen, to be there the 29th and the 30th. All right, I tell you what, I was talking to someone and I was, we was talking basically about the, the peoples is not grabbing hold to the Bible. They, we getting church doctrine down and we're getting, as they call, the blessing plant down. They're getting that, but they are not, they are not really seeking the word of God. 
For some reason, the enemy going forth as never before, amen, deceiving people. We got some uh, preachers that say they teaching the truth because they are teaching on marriage and and divorce. And I, and I grant you, there are a lot of marriage and divorce, and, and it ought not to be in the church of God. Amen. God done laid it down through Apostle Paul, as well as any uh, other scriptures that he have laid it down. Uh, it shouldn't be that the church, especially we supposed to be example, we getting married, getting divorced, and going through a ritual uh, like the world. We should be different from the world. We should be a group of people as light shining in darkness. That's right. That's what we should be. And, and, and here's the problem. The problem is that the ministers have quit preaching salvation. We are telling people about healing. Now it's good to know that you can be healed. Amen. I've been down that road. I'll be the first to tell you that God is a healer. God is a deliverer. Now, but that's fine. That's all and good. But guess what? Brother Ware still got to leave here. I'm still got to uh, die with something if nothing but my heart just gave out. And it's time for me to check out. That's what we need to understand about healing. Uh, Apostle Paul had a problem in the flesh. He told, and Apostle Paul told Timothy he had a problem in the flesh, meaning sickness of some type. Amen. So when we see these things, when we, uh, you say, but wait a minute, brother. Well, I ain't never read well. Paul and, and, and Timothy had a problem. I never read that. Well, if you look in the scripture, Paul had problems with his eyes. Matter of fact, he even said that some of them would even pluck, if they could, pluck their very eyes out that he could see. And then he told Timothy, Timothy, drink a little wine for your stomach's sake. So, therefore, something was going wrong. And, and, uh, and then we can see all during the scripture. We remember Hezekiah had to put figs over a boil and so on and so on. You're going to have trouble in the flesh. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. I believe that we should eat the right way, but I don't make that salvation. I make that. Uh, because God put it there, allowed it to be there for us to get the best from our bodies. Amen. If the same way you buy a new car and you get that new car and you say, well, uh, uh, I got my car, but I have to put X amount of oil, uh, whatever kind of oil you got to put in. You got to put uh, whatever kind of gas gasoline or diesel, whatever you kind of uh, have to put in there. You can't get that diesel car and say, well, gasoline is cheaper, so I want to put some gasoline in. It ain't going to work right. It's not going to do right. Now, so as it is with 
uh, our bodies. Amen. When I reached 39 years old, I in turn heard a minister teaching and I thought, wait a minute. He was teaching from uh, Leviticus, the 11th chapter, and uh, not Deuteronomy 14, but he was teaching from Leviticus. And he said, we all not eat. We got arthritis. We got diabetes. We got high blood pressure. And that preacher was preaching that. And, and I thought, he's making a point. He's he showing me scripture. So therefore, I need to take heed. And I pulled back, and I, I can remember my mother, God rest her soul. Uh, my mother said, Boy, I've been eating this before you was born. That ain't nothing. Uh, and, and I, you know, you couldn't argue with your mama. So I decided to just be that example. And I saw my mom and my dad before they uh, uh, went into eternity. I saw them had high blood pressure so bad, you know, it, they had to quit eating certain things. Then I saw them with diabetes, both of them, by my age, that before they turned 65, they had both of them, diabetes and high blood pressure. And I looked at my brothers and sisters that's behind me, me being the oldest one. I'm saying, wait a minute. Uh, and I tried to tell them, but they choose to do different. Now, I'm saying to you on the radio, amen, to those of you that's hear me today, it is not salvation. But if you want to get the, uh, the proper use out of your body, you start changing your diet. You shouldn't eat any and everything. I know we did it when we was young. I know uh, when you're young, you can eat uh, whatever you want and keep rolling. But now that you are seasoned, you got to change your diet. You got to do different. And I'm not teaching no diet today, but I'm just letting you know you got to eat different, uh, beloved. You cannot just keep any and everything and say, everything I pray over, I bless it and I can eat it. No. Nowhere have you seen them pray over unclean food and, and uh, being blessed through that. You ain't going to find that in the scripture. You say, but yeah, I remember when he let the sheep down, told Peter to uh, kill and eat. And Peter told the Lord, I ain't never ate un any unclean thing. But guess what? That wasn't about food. He was uh, making an example for Peter to see that Cornelius had sent two uh, brethren to his house, and they was at the gate. Read the story. Don't read into the story. Read the story and see what it, what it was saying and what it was talking about. Well, anyway, uh, my heart was pricked on one scripture and... I know I don't said it before, but I need to say it again. And I'm going back to the very scripture that I, I guess I can consider my favorite 
or if not my favorite, is close to it uh, in Matthew. But right here in the book of Romans, Romans, this, uh, the first chapter and uh, the 21st verse, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful, but they became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened. Now, I want you to focus on because when they knew God. Now, that's, that means something to me right there. Right there, that means I need to just stop right there. Wait a minute. See, because now, now we got the, the, the debate of uh, whether this person can be saved, uh, whether these salvation lasts always and this and that, and they can do what they want to do, and they can still say, I'm saved. I love the Lord. Oh, really? Now, if you love the Lord and the seed is in you, uh, as the scripture says, now, and uh, uh, I'm going to go to Matthews, but I, I, I need to go over here. Uh, the first epistle of John. First epistle of John uh, around the, I think it's third chapter. Third chapter. All uh, right. Third chapter in the ninth verse. Listen at this. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. For, listen now, this is what the scripture said. This is not what Brother Webb said. For the seed remaineth in him, and he cannot because he is born of God. Brothers and sisters, think about that. Now, if we're going to believe John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, gave his own begotten son, whosoever believed in him would not perish, but ever have everlasting life. Now, if you're going to believe that, then you're going to come here and say, well, brother, where? You taking that out of context. Everybody's saying no, ma'am. No, sir. Everybody does not sin. Now, your flesh will error. I, I'll be the first to say that. Uh, but you that are born of God, the Bible said, now, now, the Bible ain't wrong. It said, whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. That's first Epistle of John, the third chapter, the ninth verse. Now, when these folks talk about don't make me lay my religion down, and that's what they are proclaiming to have too, a religious mindset. They are not having salvation. And, and, and you say, well, how can you judge somebody, brother? What? No, I'm not judging. I'm just saying, if I'm born 
today. If I'm alive, I was born uh, in the beginning when, when I came forth, okay? I've been a human being uh, ever since I entered into the earth and the breath of life will breathe into me, okay? Now, I believe that it's the same way about salvation. I believe that if a person truly, truly repent as David, as David uh, I'm sorry, uh, in, in uh, some, we'll go back to there just for a brief moment, then I'll come back up there. Uh, I believe this wholeheartedly, believer, uh, it says uh, here in Psalms 51, Behold, I was shaken in iniquity and in sin that my mama conceived me. Now, the reason he said that, because they were seeking out the pleasure when he was being conceived. They wasn't seeking out the, okay, I'm just doing something. They was pleasing the flesh. But let me get down to, uh, to this. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, a broken, see, and a broken and a contrite heart. No, you see, that is our sacrifice of God. Uh what it is, Brother Ware, and that's Psalms 51, 17, a broken and a contrite spirit. Oh, a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. Let me read that right. That God thou will not despise. So see, a person has to get broken first. You have to be broken inside. You have to see yourself. I'm a sinner, and I'm just no good. I'm hell-bound without Christ in my life, without having him to uh, save me, to deliver me. I have no uh, knowledge to be able to stand. So what he does, he go, we go back to what we was reading. The seed be planted. What seed? The seed of righteousness. The seed of salvation. Remember he told Nicodemus, you must be born again. See, if I don't be born again, then I'm going to be just who I am. Because there is no tra uh, transforming. There is no way to say that I am different. No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to me. It must be a different in you. It's got to be a different in you. If you're saying you saved today and you like the same thing that you did when you once saved, I'm sorry. You are going down the wrong pathway. And if you're going down the wrong pathway, you need to make an about face. And see, because uh, today 
I, 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 I had somebody to send me a, a, a preacher on my phone, and they were saying, uh, I think they was right. The man ain't said nothing about repent. He ain't said nothing about uh, nothing, but you made some bad moves, but that cost the Bible said, all things is working together for good to them that love God. So he going to use your mistakes and bring some good out of it. Listen, believers. No, ma'am. No, sir. You first got to repent. You must repent. You can't say, well, uh, 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 brother, well, uh, I believe everything's okay with no, ma'am. No, sir. If you never repented, I mean genuine repentant, and receive the word, and it fall on good ground in your heart, you be willing to make that change. See, that's the problem. We want to hang out with our same old friend, do our same old thing, follow the same old path, and tell people, don't judge me. Because I know my relationship with God. Yes, you may know your relationship with God. But brothers and sisters, let's be real. You know that you are not really born of God. There is no way except now. Oh, uh-oh. Brother, where don't throw it in except. Except you are rejected seed. Yes. You are a rejected seed. Therefore, because you are a rejected seed, then guess what? It doesn't matter. You would be like Judas. You would go along to get along. You would hang in the midst of the people and praise God as you said and go through the same ritual as everybody else. Don't you know that the disciples didn't know that Judas was going to be the one betrayed him? Peter and them wanted to know at the very end, is it I? Is it me? Is it what? Why? Because he was going along with the get along. And a lot of people today are going along to get along. That's why I really love the 18th chapter, uh, 13th chapter of the book of Matthew. And the reason I say that, because you have to have a mindset. You have to have a mindset. When you see the seeds ain't on certain things. See, when we come to Christ, some of us come because we're we going through finance. So somebody tell us where you come forth and you give God your money and he's going to bless you and you're going to get out of that poverty. Then somebody else may come and say, well, I come that I'm just not accepted in the world. I'm just not, I'm different from what the world speak about. So that person comes. So what you say? Where that at, brother? Well, all right. Uh, that uh, the 19th verse of the 13th chapter, 
It says, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and catch away that which is sown in his heart. This is he that received the seeds by the wayside. Now you, everybody that I'm talking to, I promise you, you know somebody in that position. You know why you say why I say you know somebody in that position? You know somebody, they just go to church and that's it. They go to church or they listen to the church on on the whenever they have in service, but for is anything else, that's it. Ain't nothing changed, ain't nothing you don't see no change. And then people say, Well, I can't judge, brother Well. No, no, no. You ain't you ain't judging an individual. The Bible said that you shall know them by their fruit. So guess what? If I got a tree that out in my yard and it says that it's an apple tree, I don't go out there looking for oranges on it. I don't go out there looking for grapes on it. I don't go out there looking for grapefruits on it. I don't go out there looking for pecans on it. No, I go out there because I said it was an orange tree. So that's what I'm looking for. Now, we that are saved, we that are, have been born of God, we that have repented of our sin, we have been washed in the blood, we have been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. You, yes, right, you, we talking to you, then you should be different. I tell you what, I'm going to have to stop and I'm coming right back here in Matthew, but I got to uh, take a break. God bless you. Believers, 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 get ready to join Brother James Ware in his first annual spiritual family reunion. Taking place April 29th and April 30th at the Fulfillment Church, located at 6810 Walker Road in Riverdale, Georgia. First up on April 29th, we have the Women Only Empowerment Conference. That's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Next up, the Male Empowerment Conference. That's from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. On April 30th, we all come together at 3 p.m. for our first spiritual family reunion. For more information, call Brother James Ware at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. We look forward to seeing you on April 29th and April 30th at the Fulfillment Church located at 6810 Walker Road, Riverdale, Georgia for Brother James Ware's first annual spiritual family reunion. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements or any other correspondence, please call 
293-793-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We back. Now listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I know you done heard it in the middle of the break and everything, but I want you to understand, I really need you to come and meet me. Amen. Some of you I've been talking to for years, and I have not met you in faith, uh, face to face. Some of you have been a blessing to the radio ministry, and, 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 and we thank God for you. But I want to meet you in person. So please, put that on your calendar, uh, the 29th and the 30th. Amen. When the 30th come around, amen, we're going to all come together on that 29th, the women's will have an empowerment, uh, and the men's will have an empowerment. We want to just see, make sure the blood is not required of our hands. We want to make sure that my friends know what God is required for them. Amen? So that's why we have that separate uh, services. So please, please. 
uh, put it on your calendar. Meet me there uh, uh, that uh, Sunday at 3 o'clock. Uh, brethren, that Saturday at 6 o'clock. Uh, I will speak to the sisters that Sunday, and that will be it. I will not be in the midst of their service, but I will show my faith. Amen. Praise God. Uh, but anyway, let's get back to the word. What we were saying, and the reason we were saying what we were saying, believe. You see, I, I, I got to let you know, so too many people have been deceived. Now, some have said, oh, brother, well, if you save, you always save. Yeah, if you always scribe and to obey God. That's the indication whether you are born of God. Remember what I read when we came on uh, in, in, uh, the, in the first, uh, first John, amen, uh, uh, the, what I read. First John, the uh, third chapter and the ninth verse. So listen, here's the problem. What happens is that the enemy, he gets upset with God's people. Yes, he gets upset. And what he try to do, he try to bring you down one way or the other. Oh, yes, he does. Listen, believers, salvation is not hard. Salvation comes strictly from God. We can't earn it. We can't pay our way in it. We can't do right. And listen, I'm one that believed that a man should live up the Ten Commandments. I'm the one that believed that a man should have the dietary law in his life if he want to go forth in him, in the Lord. And the reason I said that, because if I go on a job, if I get a job and somebody tell me, says, uh, sir, you need to come in at 8 o'clock, uh, I'm there at 8. If they say, sir, you need to take your lunch break at 12 I'm taking my lunch break. Or if they say, sir, you get out uh, at uh, 4 uh, o'clock, I'm going to do that. Now, why? Because that's the rules and the regulation. If they change them, then I'm going to say, how come ain't nobody let me know that we're supposed to start to work at 7? I didn't know that. They told me that I supposed to come to work at uh, uh, 8 o'clock. So I believe even in driving on the highway, I have to have rules and regulation in order to abide and not to, uh, uh, get a ticket, uh, get locked up or whatever. I have to have rules and regulation even if I'm driving along the dangerous highways, okay? So if we have to have rules for the natural stuff, why when we come to Christ, we want to throw the rules out? 
We want to say it doesn't matter. Uh, God know my heart. Yeah, he do know your heart. He know your heart is not on him because he said that if, uh, if a man love me, he should love me with all his heart, soul, body, mind, and all thy strength. Now, if you're not loving God with all your heart, soul, body, mind, and with all your strength, you're missing out. You have missed out on God. So therefore, you are breaking the commandments of God. Because see, love covers a multitude of fault. If you really love God, then yes, you are observing and doing his commandments because the love will let you know. The first four will let you know it's to God. And the last six is to his neighbor. And you, I know I don't heard a lot of people, I ain't studying about them, what they think or what they do. No, no, no. He ain't tell you to study about them. He tell you to be an example to them. Yes, you got to be a light to those that's walking in darkness. If you're not a light to those that's walking in darkness, then you have missed the direction that you're supposed to be going. But let's get back. What I read, I read about this seed in the 19th verse. They fell by the wayside. Those are the individuals that get in their mind that, well, I, I just went to church. I need to go uh, every now and again to get my little spirituality on. Uh, I, I remember seeing a movie. I can't even think of the name. Way, way back. And the lady was living ungodly, but she said she had to go to church uh, to get her praise on. And, and and feel good, but yet every other part of her life was not according to the word of God because I think she was trying to teach the other ladies how to live. She's supposed to be in control of the man or whatever. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But here's what I'm saying, that... That's that person. They just feel, I'll go to church this week. I'll go to church next week. Whatever. They, they just going to hear something. They're not going to be saved. They're not going to have their life changed. They're not going to affect. So the devil come along and he snatched that seed that God was trying to plant in his heart. If he really had heard the, the pastor, the man of God, if he really had heard, that could have pricked him if you're in a church that's teaching about salvation. You have to say that, brother, well, what do you mean about in a church that's teaching salvation? Here's what I mean. If they are not talking about the death, burial, and the resurrection of, of Jesus Christ, that is not a church ordained of God. That is a form of uh, uh, religion. That's all it is. 
a form of religion. So you need to get somewhere where you can hear the gospel. It's about the crucifixion and the resurrection. And he's sitting on high making intercession for you that you can be saved if you really surrender. But anyway, let me go on. 19, um, um, I read the 19th verse, go to the 20th. And say, but he that receiveth the seed on stony places, oh, is the same is he that heard the word and um, for with joy received the word. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He heard the word and he got happy about the word. How many people you know that? Now, I, I'm not picking on any group, uh, any group, but I remember that, uh, well, I'm not going to even call the name, but though they was having a singing and they was drinking beer before they went on the stage. And, and, I, and the reason I can say this, uh, because I saw it with my own eyes. I ain't going by what nobody told me. And then after they got through drinking beer, then they, they start singing uh, at the auditorium because they was a friend of my mom and dad. It was a famous group. And uh, the, the leader of the group told them, all those that got the Holy Ghost, come down and shake my hand. Come down and shake my hand. And people went running down to shake his hand because he, in turn, supposedly telling them they got, he got the Holy Ghost and they can get the Holy Ghost. Now, you say, well, brother, where, uh, who is you to judge? I'm not judging. I'm not judging. But here's what happened. That same guy, the same leader, after he got through singing now, oh, he was happy and he was like he was really sincere when he was doing it. But after he got through, this particular guy was trying to talk to a young lady that I know, and he was trying to get her uh, to go with him. And he was going to spend the night and wanted her to spend the night with them. Now, wait a minute. You say, well, brother, where? He just wasn't saved. But guess what now? He got up there and made it look like. I can only say what he looked like. But because of the word wasn't truly in his heart. 20 verse said that this. But yet he has not root in himself. But do it for a while, for when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, by and by he be offended. What you saying, brother? Well, what is you saying? Here's what I'm saying. He got offended not because of what the thing that he had to do, he got offended because the word said it's wrong to commit fornication. 
is wrong to uh, go forth and, and uh, drink alcohol and, and, and get high. It's wrong to have a sweetheart on the side. This is what uh, offended him. He got offended because he didn't get offended at Brother Webb. No, 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 no. He got offended at the word because the word told him he can't do that. Now, did that person convert it? No, ma'am. No, sir. Did that person hear? Uh, back to what we read. Back to what we read when I first came on. Uh, because when they knew God, I mean, let me let me get back to it. Romans the first chapter. And listen. Because when they knew, when they, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Uh, listen, they didn't really glorify him not as God. I don't care nothing about he was singing and, and telling the people to come down and shake his hand. Though they got the Holy Ghost and because he got the Holy Ghost, he did, he said God saved them. Uh, one Sunday morning, he went on the moan of bench and cried out, and God filled him with the Holy Ghost. Believers, listen now. The Bible said, because when he knew God, he glorified him not as God. What you mean? He didn't believe that God could clean him up. He didn't believe that God had made him that Second Corinthians 5, 17 he didn't believe that he was a new creation because he knew that the old creation was getting in the way. So if the old creation, he need to get rid of the new. See, ain't nobody got to tell you and can say, oh, they condemning me and saying this and saying, no, no, no. You know for yourself. The Bible said because when he knew God. He couldn't glorify him as God. You know what? What you mean, Brother Ware? As God in his life. As God to say that, uh, look, God is God of my life. Remember Joseph? Joseph said, I can't do this. Now, this was way, way, way before we was talking about receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He just had the Spirit of God. He said that I can't do this wickedness. My master, uh, he, he put me in charge of everything but you. But guess what? We said, no, that ain't right, Brother Ware. That is your opinion, Brother Ware. But no, it's not. It is not my opinion. But let's go on for my time run out. He said, but he that receiveth the seed among thorn is he that hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he become unfruitful. Again, you said that person say. No, no, no. You're saying that person was born of God. The seed was there, but haven't you planted a seed or flower if you don't know nothing about God? 
haven't at one time or another you done had a seed and you put it in the ground and that seed did not multiply. It didn't grow up to be a flower. I done put seeds in the ground numerous of times looking for them to blossom, looking for these seeds to be something. But guess what? I didn't see that. I couldn't see them being nothing. They mildew. Yes, they was planted in the ground. Yes, I put water on them just like I did the rest of the seeds. But at the same time, because I put water on them and, and plant them in the dirt, then I look around and try to find the seed. They done turned mildew in the soil. They didn't grow. See, the other seeds, they, what? They blossom into the plant. And it began to shoot up through the earth that I had planted, where I had planted. But that seed, no, no, no. That seed that was mildew. And somebody said, well, wait a minute, brother. Well, what are you saying the cares of the world? Let's just go to one of my favorite scripture and uh, did your, your see it for yourself. Uh, first epistle of John, again, the second chapter, and around the 15th verse. It says this, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. You know why that? Because he had love with getting this and accomplishing that. He more concerned about being somebody to the world than to say, I want to be what the Lord have called me. I want to do what God have chose me to do. See, if the scripture done told you love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, why are we being in love with the world? Why are we allowing the cares of the world to break us down? And, and here you go, that person that received that seed and, and thorns. You know what? That's why you have to garden you out. That's why you have... Back when I was a kid, we had to chop cotton, okay? And what it mean by chop cotton, we had to get the weeds out of the cotton so it can grow. And, and not only that, if two plants was uh, right close together, we had to put a little space between them two because neither one of them would multiply. They was too close. So the, the littlest one, we would just chop it so that we can put distant in the plant uh, so it can produce. Now, some of you is in the position right now that you really, really need to give your life. No, no, no. I ain't talking about Brother Wellie, nobody. I'm not doing I'm not saying that. It's so easy. So many preachers love to play God. They think they can lead you into salvation. No, ma'am. No, sir. 
I'm not trying to lead you into salvation. I'm trying to lead you into repentance and calling on the name of the Lord and him becoming Lord of your life. This is where I'm trying to lead you to. No, ma'am, I can't do anything but tell you what the word of God is saying. And that person that received that uh, seed uh, uh, among the uh, thorns and all this and the deceitfulness of riches, it did what? Choke the word. That person didn't even have a desire to even study their Bible. They didn't have a desire to pray. Some of you is in that position right now that listening to me. Uh, why? Because you're saying, Brother Ware, I don't even have a desire to read my Bible. I don't have a desire to pray. We have to sacrifice and do these things because the enemy wants to deceive you. The enemy wants you to be not able. We ain't talking about churches, y'all. We're talking about just not able to communicate with your heavenly father. And see, and I got to go through this next one, but, but he that received the seeds unto the good ground is he that heard the word and understand it, which also bear fruit and bring forth some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Listen, back to my scripture. Because when they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God. What are you saying, brother? Where these are the people that was planted in good soil that they they was willing to do what they was willing to show the world that Christ lived within them. The word of God dwells in them. The word of God is life and abundantly of life. This is what they want the world to see. They are not doing it for the show of the world, but they are doing it because they are rejoicing that God saw fit he saw fit to allow them to be where they at today. Oh, yes, yes. Listen to me, believers. So many people would love to be in your shoe that's confessing to be saved. Yeah, they would love to be there. You know why they're not there? Because they're not willing to give up. They're not willing to give up themselves to the word. Amen. And allow the word to, uh, to convince them, to break them, to train them, to make them be that vessel that God have called them to be. So many, so many is in that position. Why are you saying that, Brother Ware? Because I can see Every way you look, they're talking about blessing this, blessing that. Seem like they just ain't concerned about holiness this, 
righteousness death. And this is what we should be living towards because the Bible tells us when we are born again and not of a corruptible seed, but an incorruptible seed by the word. Believers, that's uh, that's uh, First Peter, uh, yeah, First Peter, uh, first chapter, twenty third verse. I want you to understand, you ain't you ain't just on somebody, you are special. What what you mean special, brother? Well, you was chosen and called by God, and since you was chosen and called by God then you are here not to just exist. No, ma'am. No, sir. See, you are here more than just existing. You are here to be a light to, to our peoples walking in a darkness land. Don't allow materialistic things to choke you down. Don't allow uh, the things that that are materialistic to cause you not to be that example. Because, see, if we relate materialistic things to God, by God, then we are missing the boat. Listen, believers, everything that you see with your natural eye is going to fade away. I don't care if it's metal. I don't care what it is. It's going to fade away. So if you sin, I promise you it's going to leave. It's going to leave here. It's going to get burnt up. It's going to melt away. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you in all that you're doing. Most of all, Father, we thank you for that one, that one that have tuned in today and heard what you put in my heart to say, I ask you to bless them in a special way, God, that they may go forth and to know that they know that they are serving you. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just praise you, Lord. We praise you for an opportunity to just to speak to your peoples. Now, Father, I ask you to to continue to bless them, raise them up, God, that they might be a light in this dark age. Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers, uh, you can reach me at 404-293-7557. If you have a question or comment you want to make, you're free to leave it at that number. If you call me and leave your name and number on the phone, we get so many spam calls, so if your name and number is not registered, it'll, it, it'll just go to uh, the answer machine. So please, leave your name and number. Or visit our website, uh, brotherjamesware.org. Amen. I'm looking forward to hearing from you, to seeing you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, 
You don't have the problems that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you.